This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business and Life podcast, where business leaders share their insights. It is six questions in seven minutes because successful business leaders are busy and rarely have more time to spare. So let's get to it. Question number one, in a few sentences, please tell me who you are and what you do. My name is Scott Jeffrey Miller, and I serve as the Executive Vice President of Thought Leadership for the Franklin Covey Company. I'm an author, a podcast host, and host a radio program on iHeartRadio. Scott, it's great to have you on the show. Question number two, what's the best thing about working in your industry? So I'm in the leadership development industry. So for us, it's about you know, watching leaders transform their skills from perhaps being mediocre or bad leaders to being inspiring leaders, leaving a legacy. So it's great to see people mature into skills that are probably not always innate for people, but can grow and build to um, impact others around them. Oh, that's so impactful. I love it. Question number three. I hear from other business leaders that staying in a good work-life balance for them and their team members is a challenge. What's your thoughts? You know, for me, work-life balance is kind of like seasons. Seasons come and seasons go. And so for me, there are seasons when I'm out of balance Mm -hmm. and then perhaps I come back into balance. I don't know that it's, you know, day in, day out. There are probably three or four week or five week stretches where I'm out of balance. I'm writing a manuscript due to a publisher. There's a deadline. And then I kind of come down off that kind of like peaks and troughs. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's mindful of when are you, when is your season longer than the three or four months that mother nature planned it to be, right? You're always going to be in or out of balance kind of seasonally. And you have to sometimes snap yourself back into the next season. Mm-hmm. And I would assume then that if you took a full year of four seasons, that it would balance out hopefully over the, that year? Yeah, I think everybody's different, right? For me, I tend to probably go into three or four month seasons of being in balance and out of balance. I tend to write about two to three books a year. They take five or six months to write. Mm-hmm. I have a, a column for Inc. Magazine I do every morning. So I just recognize that there's times I'm going to be in balance. There's times when I'm going to be out of balance, and I just try to keep the equilibrium about even, about half in, about half out. And for me, like I said, it kind of comes in three or four wave months. For some, it might come in three or four weeks. You're kind of in and you're kind of out. I find mm-hmm. that's a better way to manage it than trying to manage your, you know, um, 12 hours in the day. Am I having life balance or in or out? I think it's unrealistic, especially kind of in the new economy and the new world we're in. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. Question number four. What other successful business leaders like yourself should be on my podcast? You know, I'm a big fan of Liz Wiseman. Liz Wiseman wrote a book called Multipliers. Mm -hmm. And the concept of this book was really around how all of us are accidental diminishers, not because we're bad people, but because we're people. Mm -hmm. And our job is to become a multiplier of talent, right? Your job is to be the genius maker of others not the genius. And I'm happy to set you up with um, contact information to Liz Wiseman. Perfect. Thank you for that referral. Question number five, what insight or advice would you give to other business leaders? You know, I think a lot of business owners and business leaders, they're like me. They confuse this idea of being efficient and being effective. The founder of our company, Dr. Stephen R. Covey, wrote the book, of course, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, 30 years, 40 million copies. He did not write the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Efficient People. Now, that isn't to say that efficient people are bad, right? I'm a very efficient person. I tend to rake the yard fast, take the garbage out fast, I text fast, I post fast. Being efficient has been a really valuable contributor to my success in life. My problem is I tend to take that efficiency mindset and I move it into my relationships. Mm -hmm. You can't be efficient with people. 
you have to be effective with people. Dr. Covey said, with people, slow is fast, and fast is slow. So I think there is a large part of the population that have built their success by being very productive and very efficient, and they should keep doing that. And they should be mindful that when you're working with relationships, which are every organization's most valuable asset, beyond people, it's how people work together, complement each other, forgive each other, pre-forgive each other, you need to slow down and move out of an efficiency mindset into an effectiveness mindset. That is so interesting. I absolutely love that insight. Thank you. It's a struggle. And, it's a struggle, especially for people like me that have efficiency as their kind of mm -hmm, go-to, their mm -hmm. go-to strength, right? Mm -hmm. We have to be cognizant to recognize how I wash the car is not how I should conduct this meeting, right? Mm -hmm. How I send a text is not how I should have this high-courage conversation giving feedback to somebody on their blind spots. Mm -hmm. Time to be efficient and a time to be effective. Mm -hmm. And so you have to have the flexibility of that's knowing right. when to do that's it. That's right. Yeah, that's, right. that's great. And question number six, please tell me about your first job. My first job was washing pans in a bakery. So I used to go in after high school every day in like my penny loafers and my khakis. I was the student body president in high school. I would get on my moped and drive to the Swiss Alpine Bakery. And every day from 3.30 to 5.30, Monday through Friday, I would have a stack of like eight feet high, eight feet high of these giant bakery pans. My job was to wash them, dry them, and stack them for the night shift. And then I came back every Saturday from 5 a.m., to 1 p.m. in high school, mop the floors, scrape the floors, wash the windows. I was um, eating some croissants and petty fours along the way, sneaking a few things here and there. But my first real job was working in a bakery, and it turned into a six-year full-time ride all the way through college. Wow. Yeah, it, it gives me memories of when I was a busboy, too, and doing, you know, the, it seemed like the, the dishes would never stop coming. I know, I know. Oh, my gosh. But it's, it, you know, you learn, you learn from that. Just as sure I learned like discipline. I learned the work ethic. I learned the value of earning a dollar. I earned to manage my paycheck and not blow it mm -hmm. Saturday by mm -hmm. noon. Mm -hmm. And it's, I hope it's a skill that I'll transfer to the three boys that my wife and I have who are you know, six, eight, and 10, they're far away from that. But, you know, not so far, maybe four mm -hmm. or five years for the oldest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and gives them some responsibility. Abs so it's yeah, great. Definitely. Scott, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. How can people find you? My wife says it's hard not to find me these days. And that isn't a compliment. <laughs> so you can connect to me or follow me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Just Google Scott Miller at Franklin Covey, and I'll bet you I pop up. Perfect. This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business and Life podcast. For more insights and ideas, please go to LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, or iTunes and search for the Winning at Business and Life, Winning at Business and Life podcast. Thanks for listening. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few 
of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.